Hello again, and welcome to the next exciting installment of the Who Cares About Anime podcast. It's me, Johnny Lobo. Thanks for listening today. And i uh, got a fantastic cast, as I always try to do, and I think we have so far, with me here today. So uh, first up on uh, introductions here, uh, I'll introduce, uh, you'll recall, from uh, the Full Metal Alchemist episode we did here recently, and uh, he also uh, has his own podcast and streaming that he does. We'll have links to that uh, in the description. So here's Phil. I've heard that I'm just okay. And uh, introducing uh, on this cast here, is his first time here, but uh, he's a special guest of, of ours, but uh, I've had the pleasure of being on, on his cast last time. Uh, you may have heard of it. It's called A Talk on Titan, and uh, especially now that uh, as of this recording, we got Attack on Titan Season 2 gearing up, so you're definitely going to want to check out his stuff. We'll have links to that uh, as well, but uh, here's Jeremy. Ready for more, my survey corps? Oh, he said the line. He said the line. Ah, yeah, a little, little inside joke for uh, all the fans of mine who might, because I'm going to be telling them to come and check this out, too, because I think that uh, Who Cares About Anime podcast is a really good thing you got going. So definitely check this podcast out, everyone who's listening, but you already know to do that. So Right on, right on. I guess Wybuffet cares about anime, so let's let's find out who else does as well here as we as we move forward. And uh, I remember I remember here not to get too off track, but I, I remember hearing one of your uh, one of your one of your things, uh, Jeremy, on you kind of saying, "Ah, I kind of don't, you know, I'm, I'm kind of over that that intro." And and if you are, it's entirely your prerogative. You're doing a great job, but uh, for what it's worth, uh, I really like your shtick there. So <laughs> thank you for for that. So today, the title that we want to talk about is a little gem called The Devil is a Part-Timer. And for those of you who have not seen it, uh, here's your spoiler alert, spoiler warning. We're probably going to be uh, discussing spoilers and plot points and things like that. And uh, I believe there's also a manga, there's uh, light novels, uh, but the anime itself, uh, as of this recording, uh, I believe only has one season. It's a fairly short watch, but uh, it, it's it's worth your time. It's a great watch, and we're here to talk about it today. So here we go. Let's jump right into it on this part-time podcast here. What was uh, your first experience with Devil as a Part-Timer, uh, as we normally ask on this cast? Uh, when and where did you first see it, and what were some of your very first initial impressions when you started and let's start with phil today the when is 2013 what i thought of it uh i really liked it when we watched it and around that time in 2013 when it aired we were watching a bunch of like 12 or 13 episode one-off series and uh yeah i remember this distinctly being one of the ones that i was like it stuck out a lot just because of how silly the premise is when someone tells you it's about Satan working at a parody of McDonald's wanting to take over the world. So, yeah, what I thought of it right away was it's really good, it's really short, but it kind of gives you that nice taste in your mouth of it doesn't overstay its welcome or anything like that. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. Works for me, man. Thanks so much for sharing. Uh, Jeremy, how about you, sir? I'm curious to to hear your... uh... When and where, so to speak, was was your first taste? Yeah, so the first time I watched The Devil's a Part-Timer, well, 
from what I can remember, I was living in um, a townhouse with a couple of fellow classmates in university. This was a couple of years back, maybe two years ago. And I can't remember if I had just finished watching Death Note on Netflix at that point. I definitely seen Attack on Titan by that point and started. I haven't even started the channel, my YouTube channel, I think. But I was looking for more anime to watch because I had seen AOT on Netflix. And I was just browsing all of the uh, the anime. And there was a lot of some of them had a lot of seasons like Full Metal Alchemist. So many episodes. And I thought, I just don't even want to get into that. But I stumbled across The Devil's a Part-Timer and it had 13 episodes. And I said, okay, this is short. This is sweet to the point. I'll give this a watch. First episode I watched. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give this a little bit more of a chance. I'm intrigued. And then as the show progressed, it just got more and more hilarious, and I enjoyed it more and more. And I was just like, this show is amazing. I have to get more of this. And then episode 13 came around, and I said, it's over? And, um, yeah, that's my that's my take on the devil, my, the, the origin story of myself and the devil as a part-timer. All right, fantastic. Uh same here. I believe it was, uh, as far as the year goes, I believe it was 2013. And I was probably with you a lot of those days, Phil, uh, when we were watching it on them internets. And uh, I, I don't know if Crunchyroll had it or not at that point. But uh, but we were watching subs at the time. And, you know, yeah, it was, it was one of my friends, uh, you know, in preparation for this upcoming season uh, when that was. Basically they give you that quick spiel like uh like Phil said it's like oh hey uh, you should check this out satan's trying to take over the world and he the best way to do that he thinks is working at essentially McDonald's and you're like i want to okay i like your curiosity is peaked uh i i feel like at least mine was you can't help it you're like you're either that sounds amazing and i got to see more or you're like okay okay i i've I've not seen that before. Uh, tell me more. And you just you just kind of want to see what they're going to do with it. Um, so the, 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 the premise immediately hooked me before I had even any, seen anything of it, any inkling of it. Um, and then that very first episode, I think they started on a great, uh, on a great note. Uh, very, it was quite a mix of, you know, these intense action sequences, but where the series... Uh, has its true charm, I think, is in the uh, the comedic moments, um, like when Alshiel and uh, Satan are uh, when they first find out that they they don't have any powers and they're just like, what's going on? And they're in the the police station and they're 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 like, what what is this? What is this dish they're feeding you? It's got doom and oh that oh that sounds so menacing it's just uh so the 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 recasting of mundane things um is uh, is something that that usually always appeals to me and uh, certainly was the case with uh devil's a part-timer and my first viewing well uh let's just go ahead and uh i'm curious to hear people's favorite and or optional on the latter part least favorite characters and uh, if there's any uh, favorite and or least favorite sort of moments uh, that you'd also like to throw in there feel free to do that as well so what do you got phil um obviously sadao satan he's funny i like him um 
I like you had mentioned it in your answer to the last question, but at the beginning when he is like the the costume, like that was funny how he was thinking it was so menacing. Um, I like Emmy, and then of course you know, I know, we all know. I'm gonna say Chiho, but I'll let you all guess the reason behind that. And um, as far as favorite moments, I mean, there is a lot. I do like how it's serious and there's like serious music that plays and then two seconds later it can just be ridiculous like that always gets me every time and then just the fact of how they make like you had said in the previous question as well john they make everyday tasks seem like they're the most devastating thing in the world and that they can't get it done or that it's truly evil but otherwise i mean i liked that comedic effect that they had to the show and i liked the little arcs and developments that they had as well. I thought it was pretty well laid out and everything. All right, all right. Jeremy, what about you, sir? Favorite and or uh, least favorite characters and moments? Well, it's hard to pick out a favorite character for me specifically. I, I personally think that all the characters, some of them I like a little bit more than others, but I think they all have their own kind of personal charm that I can pick out and say, well, I like LCL because he does this, or I like Mal because he does that. So I guess if I had to pick a favorite character out of all of them, Lucifer would probably be my personal favorite, just because his whole kind of lazy attitude and tricking people. Oh, and I assume everyone's seen the show if they're um, watching this particular episode of the podcast, but um I mean, you said that already in the spoilers, but when he's just tricking people into going and getting his PSP, for instance, and convincing them that it's this whole quest they need to go on just for his own selfish gains, I think that character really appeals to me the most. Um, in terms of a favorite part in particular or a favorite moment, I'm with Phil on this in that I love the fact that the show can just be very very serious and have the serious music and have this build up and then two seconds later just cuts the silence and gives you the 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 punchline of a joke and just that back and forth roller coaster ride of serious to slapstick is hilarious but a particular moment that kind of ties into that is when uh the gang meets orba and lucifer for the first time in the show and um, Mao's just basically berating Orba, saying that he's like a B-movie villain. And, I mean, these are two people who've got magic that can kill you at a moment's notice. And and rightly so, Lucifer shoots LCL right like in the shoulder, through the shoulder. And rather than, you know, start to bemoan and tell everyone, oh, I'm on death's door, he's telling Mao... If you're going to go and see a B-movie, go and see it on the days that it's cheap. And he's just completely off topic of what's going on. And the fact that they can have slapstick and seriousness combined at the same time, that moment in particular is my favorite part. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for sharing. I, I, I'm uh, I'm starting to remember a lot of these more vividly now as we discuss them. I'm, I'm definitely due for another viewing, I think. Um, so favorite? I got to go all chill. He has so many little moments like the ones you just mentioned, <laughs> Jeremy, and he's, uh, I mean, let's just get this out of the way just in case somebody doesn't know out there, okay, he is best girl in this series, all right, he just is, <laughs> but he's, um, 
his 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 loyalty, his fanatical loyalty to to uh, to Satan. My Lord, please punish me. And uh, it, it's just there's just so many things about him that uh, I found entertaining and just just amusing and in in some strange ineffable way, I guess relatable too, which sounds very odd. And even I'm not sure why, but a, a, a contender for me, I'm going to say, speaking of being, oh man, relatable, um, <laughs> is, uh, is, please, <laughs> I had to throw that in for you, Phil, I was just like, we're doing this, uh, the memes, but, uh, but Emmy, uh, when she had to work at a call center, oh my gosh, I, like, that was, I think, right around the time I was also working at a call center, and, Oh man, I just, I just, every time I, that was something to look forward to, to watch, you know, the next week's episode. And if I'd see Emmy at, at her job trying to juggle all this other stuff, I would just be like, I'm right there with you, girl. I, I know how you feel. Just hang in there. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't hate any characters in this. Um, uh, even, uh, I mean, Lucifer, he wasn't, a favorite character of mine, him becoming a neat was pretty funny later on. Um, I, I guess, uh, I even had to look up her name. I couldn't remember, but I think it's Crestia, the, the girl who's always in the kimono. Um, I don't know if she was a favorite of some and that's fine, but I just like, she, she just, she just left no lasting impression on me whatsoever. Like I just, I remembered nothing about her. So I, that's why I said I even had to look up her name before the, the cast here. So I didn't hate her, but, yeah, it just wasn't, you know. Now, Chio, uh, she she had a lot of funny moments, and uh, we all know there was some of those moments as well, some fan servicey stuff as well. But uh, speaking of specific moment, um, you know, actually speaking of Lucifer, and kind of a culmination in a way to me of uh, like we we've touched upon the 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 seriousness of it but also the humor the way it could go back and forth between the two a moment where those two collided for me was when satan was about to deliver like this <laughs> this this finishing move punch and lucifer sees it coming he's just like oh no please no and uh satan says grit your teeth and then it's just this this world ending <laughs> shattering punch and you know oh he's done he ain't getting up after that he's done and uh it was it was epic but really funny at the same time um and uh, another another favorite um whole sequence of mine actually was the whole uh many moments of uh just you know mundane interactions of uh, that anyone working at a fast food restaurant can relate to but particularly the uh McDonald's, KFC, I know they're not literally that in the show, but they might as well be, but the uh, the ongoing rivalry that they had, and uh, uh, especially when James from Pokemon, I'm sorry, no, not, not him at all, <laughs> when that guy, when that, uh, that uh, angel was the, uh, was the, was a manager or worker at, at their rival's place, and Satan is just like, he's rallying the troops, He's getting, uh, you know, everybody at McDonald's to to pitch in and do what they can to to get more customers. And it's just, again, the whole theme uh, reiterated quite tastefully throughout this entire uh, series was just how it could be so epic. But you know, if if you stop and look, you know, look at it, it's like they're not shooting magic and fighting for the fate of the world here. They're they're employees at a at a fast food restaurant, and that kind of um, 
again, like uh, as I've commented elsewhere, I, I love in a work of fiction when it can, you know, make you kind of reevaluate things that you uh, overlook all the time every day. I mean, I'm sure all of us here and probably listening, we see fast food restaurants every day and we just don't give much of a thought to uh, even the people working there a lot of times, admittedly. And, uh, you know, so it, it's it's uh, it's fun to see things recast in a different light once in a while. Well, let's see. Uh, I like where this is going. Let's let's uh, let's keep on going. Let's delve a little bit deeper here onto the main course. Funny third thing. Uh, is you, that because it's the third question? That that as well. Yes, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to interrupt you to say that joke. Had to had to. Oh man. Um. So, do you think uh, the theme? Speaking of themes, the theme of a powerful demon lord. You know, he's the ultimate evil, the father of lies, it's Satan himself uh, being underemployed, to say the least, at a fast food restaurant in modern society. Do you think that resonated with viewers? Do you think that's one of the reasons it's it's been so well-received and, and so popular? If not, what are some of your thoughts uh, on that? And if that is the case, uh, why do you think that is? Um, I do believe that, you know, the theme of it's Satan working at McDonald's and stuff is kind of what made it popular because when you get shoveled out a lot of anime every year and you're getting stuff that's the same stuff like slice of life generic i'm in a club garbage or a generic anime made after rpg or you know just adventure stuff that's been done before it's just a repeat of the same stuff every time but then they threw this in like out of nowhere so already having a premise like that, like obviously it's going to catch your attention before everything else and put that to the top of the list. That's at least what it did for me. I think the other thing that kind of makes it interesting and what makes it interesting for me is the fact that when you think about it, it's kind of also a time traveling anime <laughs> because they come from the past as different people and then they have to learn how to not live in like the medieval times and learn how to live in the modern times and i think that's pretty interesting and i think that is another reason too why it's been so well received and people like it a lot that's my take on it and a good take it was i, I wonder uh that is an interesting question i hadn't because they're kind of in a uh an alternate world if you will a parallel world but uh they're technology is different or is it not as far along as ours uh yeah obviously a culture shock doesn't even begin to to cover their their uh and jet lag doesn't even begin to to uh to cover it when they when they arrive in our world uh but thank you for sharing uh jeremy what are some of your thoughts on if and if so why the theme of satan working at mcdonald's uh would would be so appealing to a modern audience well i have to kind of mirror a few things that phil said i mean the whole idea of the slice of life but with the demon lord instead of just your generic characters i think that that's a fun concept and the whole fish out of water element with you know emmy and alciel and all them coming from another world a world that is so radically different from ours and then them having to kind of adjust and they adjust in a way that you would think 
you would think to yourself, oh, well, if a demon lord came to our world, the first thing he'd do is he'd, you know, try and gain as much political power as possible, or he'd, you know, rise up and rile up people and try and cause as much panic. But no, he's just, you know, he's working at a McDonald's, you know, he's not trying to underhand anyone or trying to get in power in any way like that. I mean, eventually he's trying to work his way up the the corporate food chain ladder, but I mean, he's not jumping right to the top. He's starting small and he's building his way up. Um, I think that's appealing. However, me personally, and I can't really speak for anybody else. I can only speak for myself, but that element of the devil is a part-timer, the whole satan working as a burger flipping mcronald's employee that was kind of tertiary to me as to why i like the show i mean it's certainly a funny concept it's like a throw oh you got a good title for the the the, uh, anime and the light novel you know because he's a part-timer but that was kind of on the side i thought the real thing that hooked me in at least was just the way the characters are able to uh react off of one another I mean, the characters are all such flamboyant personalities, whether they're Lucifer, who's really lazy, he's still a very charismatic character, and Chiho especially, I mean, she's got other qualities that might be appealing to some, but they all, ha- they all have their own unique characteristics, and they're really able to play off each other really well, and the energy that comes out of those interactions, while still being like, you have this subplot of this is the demon lord and rather than killing everyone he's instead working at mcdonald's um having that set up with all those really enigmatic characters is what really appeals to me when i watch the show right on right on thank you both for sharing i getting some uh, some you know three different takes here we got phil you talk about more the the premise and the concept and uh and you know i appreciate you just saying we can only speak for ourselves at the end of the day, and you know the fact that this this great fresh premise was you know not even the main attraction uh, in your case because there it, it it does have more than that. The ensemble of characters, um, I I've, apart from some rare instances, I I usually say that that'll make or break uh, a show or a series or an OVA or a movie, whatever the case may be. You gotta have good characters and that have that synergy there. Um, I think uh, a reason it, it resonates strongly, I, I've kind of observed, um, and I'm, I'm seeing it now, now that we get some some distance from it, you know, I can't believe 2013 is, um, you know, so far away now, it seems. Uh, seems like it was just yesterday. But um, other titles um, in a similar vein, uh, I tried it, I couldn't sit through all of it, I couldn't become a hero so I reluctantly decided to get a job, if I said that right, hopefully. <laughs> um, or even um, uh, in a similar vein as if, if you haven't seen it yet, Jeremy, um, I highly recommend uh, One Punch Man. I'm sure you've heard tons about it or, you know, it, it was all over the Internet for a while. Oh, I've there. heard of it. But it's it's very much, it's like, well, they've, they've done some uh, additional material and I'm sure they're going to do more later. But as of right now, it's still a pretty short watch and uh, it, it's that great mixture of, of unexpectedness and seriousness, but then immediate humor, uh, a sharp left turn or however you one describes comedy, the art of comedy. But uh, I digress. The reason a lot of those, uh, like One Punch Man, are like, I couldn't become a hero, so I reluctantly decided to get a job. Gosh, freaking long title. In that one, the 
protagonist. He's almost in like a Slayers-esque type uh, scenario. He's setting out to like be the hero, and he wants to defeat it's the Demon King or something like that. Unfortunately, he wasn't the only one uh, going on that quest, and somebody beat him to it. So he had nothing else to fall back on. Uh, he, you know, there was no grand adventure for him, so he just starts working at a department store. And of course, we have that with uh, I, I think with Devil's a Part Timer. I think there's a little stab at uh, a playful prodding at capitalism a little bit, like oh, if 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 Satan were put in our world in our society, where does he uh, gravitate towards? Where he thinks he'll be able to take over the world, he goes to a fast food restaurant. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, one and obviously a parody of one of the the uh, most successful uh, fast food restaurants in the world. Uh, McDonald's. I wonder what that's supposed to be like. But um, again, I digress. Uh, One Punch Man, similar theme. He, uh, I won't spoil anything for you, Jeremy, but he's uh, he's got all these abilities, but uh, he doesn't get the adulation that he uh, wants, that he craves, that he needs. He doesn't get the credit where credit is due. Uh, so it's kind of that theme of being underemployed, that frustration of like, no, I want to go on an adventure. I have all these... I have some skills. Uh, I have some, you know, unique abilities. I have this life experience. And for, as we're now seeing many countries, uh, I don't know how it is for you, Jeremy, but for us in the States, we, uh, our generation, not to make this sound uh, be yet another source of clickbait on the internet, but we millennials uh, in the U.S., it hit us hard. And apparently in Japan as well, there was some of that. The, uh, the, the stresses of adulthood, the bursting of your bubble that, uh, you know, life is mostly just waking up and going to work. <laughs> it's going to McDonald's. Uh, there isn't some grand quest where you, you know, slay a demon or uh, save the world, per se. And, uh, and of course, just the whole having to be underemployed. Um, you know, that, that spell has hit us recently hard with the economy and stuff. And so you, you have these, all these hilarious memes going around and they're funny because they hurt. <laughs> they sting where it's like, you know, oh, you, you have a, you have two bachelor's degrees, a master's degree and uh, three years of work experience. Sorry, we're actually looking someone with two bachelor's degrees, a master's degree and five years of experience. You're just not qualified to uh, pick up this mop and mop the floor at our department store. Like it's, it, that's a, that's only a tiny bit of, hyperbole there um yeah so these experiences and uh the experiences of uh you know struggling to pay the rent of having a roommate in a uh in an already crowded apartment you know that that's real to us that's so relatable um and uh and so you know the whole as, as kind of a metaphor for uh, those of us who whether it's degrees or work experience or skills we we have this we have sometimes some of us we, we we feel a little bit like we are you know oh i'm i'm you know on in this chat room or on this board or this forum i'm i'm the you know the grand poobah i'm the demon lord and then it then you get dropped in the real world and people just think you're larping or something wearing your cape and uh so i i can't think of a more apropos metaphor for our times of of that that feeling of feeling like you you know you you can do more uh, you deserve a little more, and uh, but you know we're all going through, taking our lumps as it were. Um, then uh, I can't think of a better metaphor than 
the Dark Lord, Satan himself, clocking in at a fast food restaurant. All to pay the rent and to chase his dreams, even if those dreams are to take over the world. Uh, yeah, and if I could just jump in there, John. Um, as you were speaking, I kind of took in what you were saying, and I was kind of combining it with the way I felt about the show, too. And what you're saying kind of really resonates because usually when you watch an anime or when you watch any kind of media, whether it be a movie or a television show or whatever, you kind of want the plot or you want the things that are happening to the characters to be larger than life. Because I mean, as you said, you're living a boring life. You're going through the daily grind. So you want to watch superheroes or action and you want to watch them do stuff that's impossible to do in real life because it's escapism. It's a way to escape from the daily humdrum of life. Whereas in the devil's a part-timer, instead of the setting being so um, fantastical and otherworldly, the setting's humdrum just like our lives, but the characters are the ones who are larger than life and fantastical. Whereas I'm not going to say that characters in other animes are, um, you know, humdrum, but I would say if I had to compare some characters from other animes to The Devil's a Part-Timer, they do a way better job at being over-exaggerated in part-timer than any of the animes I might have been able to have seen. So it's like kind of a switch. Rather than it being normal characters, hypercharged environment, it's normal environment, hypercharged characters. So I think that that combined with the sense of, oh, I can relate to this because I'm a McRonald's employee too. I think those combine together to make a show that really resonates with people. Oh, man, thanks for throwing that in there because that's, uh, I, I think there's something to that. I've never looked at it that way before. It's kind of an inverse of the epics of old, the the heroes that were larger than life, uh, Heracles, Achilles, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, and, and, and then, oh, they have something, a, a tragic flaw or something that kind of makes them relatable. And here it's almost flipped around. It's almost a dichotomy where it's, uh, you know, it, it, they're, they're not on some grand adventure. So so that that's a nice theme of, of yeah, you know, one, the, the characters, again, of, of any given work are so important. And, you know, that's kind of, uh, as I've found, to quote a popular song, I get by with a little help from my friends. That's kind of how you life, I think. It's individual for everyone. That's everyone's own prerogative on how they do it. But I think that's kind of the secret is you just, you know, you, you have fun with your friends. You have those inside jokes of Kotz Doom. I remember we were literally doing that. I'm sure you do as well, Phil. What you know, we we would uh, we'd watch an episode, then we'd go out to a, a Japanese restaurant, and of course we would order pork cutlet or something, and be like, "Oh, gotcha, doom!" And uh, that was just that was just so much fun. Well, I think uh, we've reached the end here, so to speak. So I, I always like to uh, you know I try to leave some uh, some some room for uh for if uh you know phil if you had anything or or you jeremy as well if anybody uh you know just kind of general discussion if there's any any other kind of topic uh or just something else you might you know want to broach while we still have time here today so like i told you john when you asked me to do this i wanted to watch it again since i hadn't watched it since i saw it in 2013 and so thankfully 
planets aligned. Um, I have my Netflix set up, have it on my phone, and that's one of the ones you can download and watch without an, uh, using your data or an internet connection. So uh, the nice thing about my job is I can listen to music and stuff at work. So I just listen to the dub and kind of would glance at it every once in a while. And uh, that was the only way I could really watch it with working so much and also Persona 5. I didn't have time to really watch it. So I would wiggle it in at work and a little bit at home. But I guess, I don't know, the, the point I'm trying to make, like, I watched the original and I watched all of the dub. And it wasn't bad, but it's like, it's Funimation. So it's like, got to have that Funimation payroll. <laughs> and I really quickly switched it over when I was watching it at home on my TV from the dub to the sub just to see. And I instantly was like, Oh God, that is better. So I don't know, like it wasn't a bad dub, but the sub is, in my opinion, on this superior. <laughs> so oh, we're going there. We're going there. Yeah, oh. I, 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 <laughs> subs I are always there. superior. I, they, they are. I mean, there's dubs that I like, but it's like it wasn't bad. But then sometimes I didn't like a few of the voices, and I'm like, I'm just gonna turn it on. Just to just to see, just to tease myself. I'm like, oh God, it's better. I'm just like, why, why would I ever do that to myself? But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's better. Um, I don't know, John, if you said you watched it in in Japanese, but if you were gonna check out the dub, like, it, it's not bad. But just get ready for some a lot of you know familiar voices from Funimation. So mm, yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know that's one of the reasons I kind of uh, uh, doing it. Or, or I don't watch as much as I used to anymore. Um, ironically enough, even though I'm I doing a lot of stuff involving anime, um, yeah. I, paradoxically, whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, but yeah. So you know, fortunately, I find if you you do it less often, it, it's it uh, it helps alleviate that. But uh, but yeah, that's um, you know, I I can't re- I can't recall exactly who was um, who was uh, the cast. I I remember thinking. All Shield, I, I was I was pretty happy with the with the dub cast there. I don't remember uh, who it was, but um, I tell you another thing to uh, potentially stir things up. I guess is um, the character of Satan. You know, he, uh, he's a great character. Uh, we saw a lot of development. He kind of ended up being like, oh, he's not such a bad guy after all. And I was kind of like, uh, I've seen a lot of things that that do that. I kind of wanted like a admittedly, and this is all subjective, obviously, but I I kind of wanted like a, you know, like a little like a Invader Zim, you know, like where he's just uh, that's the only thing I've ever seen or experienced to date that has ever done that, where it's like no, the protagonist he wants to conquer the world, he hates people, and you know that that never changes. It's never like oh gee maybe you know not like that Grinch moment where it's like his heart grew three sizes big. Like you know no no I want I want the devil to be the devil. I want him to be the Dark Lord trying to take over the world. So hopefully I, I like I said I've not continued with like the manga or any other uh, any other format. So I don't know if he you know hopefully he you know i i hope he never abandons his ambitions to take over the world i'll say that but um i was wondering how you guys kind of maybe felt about that character development of him kind of softening up a little bit that was one of the things that always kind of confused me about the story or the the anime in general because 
the characters are really likable. The situations they get in are really funny. Uh, when it gets serious, it's really engaging to watch. And when it gets humorous, it's really hilarious. But one of the things that always nagged at the back of my mind was that, you know, you're supposed to be rooting for Mao. Like, he's the main character. You're supposed to be on his side. But he he's the demon lord like he's a murderer he's as emmy has said he's murdered her father he's murdered everyone she loved basically like he's a bad guy so is it right for us as the audience to just kind of let him be redeemed for all the nasty stuff he's done simply because we think he's a an engaging character um no i when I first watched this back in whenever it was, it might have been 2013, 2014. Um, that was kind of the thing that resonated with me in almost a negative way. And I was like, huh, why do I like that guy so much? He's almost irredeemable. But on upon a second watching, because I was like, Phil, I wanted to binge watch it over the, uh, the next, last past few days when you suggested to do a podcast. Um, so I watched all the episodes again in the sub because the sub is vastly superior. I won't touch the dub, but... I watch it again, and there is one instant when he's talking to Emmy saying, like, oh, you know, I guess I never really considered how humans felt. Sorry. And that's kind of the best apology you get. But it almost works because he's here on Earth, and while Mao and Al-Siao and all them are on Earth, they are basically human. I mean, if they get enough magic, they'll revert back to demon form. But they're basically human, and as a result they have the benefit of now feeling like a human too. They have all the emotions of a human, like they can empathize, whereas before as demons, they probably couldn't. So now Mao and all the others have the benefit of being able to empathize with humans, which might temper them and say, look, I, I in uh, Ente Isla, I was a, a jerk who was killing everybody, but now I can relate because I've got these emotions and now I, I want to help the people of this world instead of, of hurting them. That's very insightful, actually. I think that's uh, I think that's a great way to look at it. Because, yeah, like you said, now they can, they they would not or could not sympathize, you know, with others before, but when you're literally kind of put in somebody's shoes, like, you know, that's where empathy kicks in. And, uh, you know, you really walk the proverbial mile in somebody else's shoes, so to speak. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, Phil, how did you feel about all that? I mean, I didn't mind um, what they did with that as far as his development of, you know, becoming good or, you know, a better person in the end. Um, the thing that more bothered me with development was how at the end it just kind of ends with Satan and Emmy just standing there. And it's like they never did anything with Shiho in the last episode or anything. And it's just like... So, I, I mean, I get it's the manga probably continues it, but it's just kind of like I didn't want to read the manga, so I'm like, where it, it doesn't, it just kind of ends, and I'm like, how is it supposed to end? And I don't want to make up my own ending because I just don't feel like it's a show that I should make my own ending upon, and I just don't like that. So, but otherwise, I mean, it's a really good show, and I liked everything else they did with the development and everything, so. I agree wholeheartedly with Phil on that. I Ugh. I have no idea why they ended it where they did. I mean, me like 
on the one no hand, sense. Yeah, on the one hand, it's great because you'll never get that syndrome where an anime overstays its welcome and then you're like begging for it to end. It ended on a really good note, but it also, like Phil said, it ended on a confusing note. They asked for their Katsu Doom or whatever it is, and then it just ends. And then it's got that after credit scene with Emmy and Mao. But then after that, if you're not a manga reader, it just ends. You have no way of knowing. And it it is a bit frustrating, especially since you... I always get emotional after I watch an anime because I've been with these characters. I've been with their plight and I, you know, it's sad to see them go. But here it's doubly so because I'm sad to see them go. But I'm also frustrated that I can't figure out how their story is supposed to end. What happens with Chiho? What happens between Emmy and Mao? Like, is Erika and LCL ever going to get together? I don't know. These are things I need to know and I can't know them because the anime finished. Thank you. Someone else, wow, someone else brought up Rika and her kind of with LCL. I kind of, I was kind of shipping that. I was kind of, yeah, come on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. But, uh, but, but no, it, it's, uh, that is always uh, an, an internal struggle that I have is like, I absolutely agree with, uh, like with this one, I kind of expected it. And it may someday, you know, we, we can't say definitively it never will, but I kind of expected by now for it to have, gotten uh i don't know if it got i don't think it got any ovas i think i would have heard about it um you know no second season i kind of thought it would have i kind of thought it it was pretty popular to to warrant that but i I guess maybe not but uh so there is something to be said though about like like they say the old cliche or what have you is always leave them wanting more and uh they certainly did with uh devil's a part-timer but you know that does kind of endear it to you and it doesn't uh, I like how you phrase it Jeremy it doesn't overstay its welcome because uh, that that can and does happen uh, with even good shows and series and it's it's kind of like there it comes with age but I've learned now that sometimes it's best to uh, you know if something ends on a not terrible note because that can happen something gets resurrected and then it's horrible and then your last memories of it are horrible memories <laughs> so if something if a franchise you love ends on a not terrible note it ends on a on a on you know in an okay place uh there's something to be said about that and uh maybe that's what part timer is destined for i i don't know but at least we've got the uh, original series to uh watch over and over again i like i said i'm due uh for another one i think um but uh but yeah at least it's been and if there ever is another one i am so there to see it and i'd love to have you on again jeremy to to talk about it so thank you uh thank you both for being here today and thank you listeners uh for tuning into another exciting installment hopefully it was uh it was an exciting installment for you or at least enjoyable. That's what I always like to picture. I like to uh, sit down with a nice hot cup of tea. Maybe for this one you wanted to sit down with a with a fast food burger. I don't know. It's totally your thing. But if you want to hear more, I'm on iTunes. Who cares about anime? It's on uh, YouTube. Now on Vidme. And uh, this episode today, by the way, was sponsored by Did You Know Anime? I started a Patreon, so if you want for just $1 to sponsor an episode... We've got links to do that as well. And speaking of links, be sure you check out my two guests today. They've got their own individual projects and uh, totally worth checking out. And you'll uh, I, hopefully you're not sick of my voice because uh, I show up on, on both of theirs at one point or another. But there's plenty of 
of stuff without me too, um, especially now as of this recording and hopefully this release uh, soon thereafter. We've got uh, season two of Attack on Titan, you know, in full swing. And uh, so you're going to definitely want to check out Why Buffet for that and the talk on Titan. And uh, you can hear me and Phil talk about uh, some anime movies uh, over on his podcast, the KPX podcast. So thank you all again for listening out there. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me today. And we'll see you next time.